Hey, hey guys, before we start the show, I wanted to remind you guys that if you have been thinking about starting your own podcast or you have a podcast and it just needs a little bit of help, we have the solution for you. Today's show is brought to you by Idea to Launch Academy, the only multicultural podcast academy that to date has helped launch over 500 podcasts. Yep. You heard that right, 500. I mean, anyone can launch a podcast, but it takes lots of hard work and a solid foundation to have a profitable and successful podcast that stands out from the rest. You can Google how to start a podcast and publish it. And then, yeah, who's going to listen? I mean, I have been podcasting for well over a year, and while there have been many milestones and success with this podcast that you are tuned into, the greatest part of it all is building the wonderful relationships and partnerships with some of the best guests and fellow podcasters, and most importantly, the listeners. They are the reason why we're here. (laughs) Carlo Omeris, the CEO and founder of Idea to Launch, has put together a course that will help you take your podcast from idea to launch in just 30 days with her proven five-phase formula that helped her reach over 100,000 downloads in less than a year without social media presence or any tech background. You learn how to come up and refund your own podcast topics, your artwork, recording, editing, marketing, and so much more. Also, when you are part of the course, you become a part of a community of podcasters. I'm one of them. And we all help and inspire each other. Use the link in our show description to enroll in the Launcher Podcast in 30 Days 2.0. Let them know that Double Dose of Raw Talk sent you and get the Instagram 101 Crash Course for free. Enrollment is open. So what are you waiting for? Do that after you're done listening to the show and enjoy welcome to double dose of raw talk podcast your weekly dose of many discussions and opinions the show where we get comfortable being uncomfortable and remember no topic is off limits now let's talk about it so let's just i mean we we've been talking i think listen we're gonna just dive right in so welcome back everyone to another week and another episode on double dose of raw talk podcast i've been singing a lot i need to cut the show i wish out. i could sing <laughs> all right so like i shower sing though like i don't really <laughs> sing lines i was part of the choir me too like, in high school uh, but you know i'll be lying to you about to say like i can hit a beyonce no i can't, I can't either <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you just heard that voice. That is lovely Virginia. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) So this is a known podcaster. Uh, in the podcast industry no it's true i mean listen this it's we don't we're just gonna dive right in yeah <laughs> but you do have uh we've been we've been chopping it up for god knows how I long know. already um but you do have a blog still and and the blog is 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 giving life right now it's 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 coming up and and it's doing its thing so just let's 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 dive right in what are we working on so far um well my blog i've had since 2009 and like back then is like when blogging really started to like blow blow up blow up and the reason I started it was because my daughter was like under a year old but like I was the type of mother that would get all like the new stuff that came out or like really cute outfits like I love fashion so I would always dress her up cute so um 
I was like, people kept on asking me. So I was like, you know, let me start this blog. So mom and love forever. Actually, it used to be called MILF and the city, right? But my acronym for MILF, because y'all know what MILF stands for. So my acronym for MILF was mom in love forever. So back then, it used to be called MILF and the city. But, you know, times have changed. But back then, from a brand's point of view, like nobody wanted to work with MILF and the city. Like my first paid gig was with um, a sex toy company, actually, which is ironic because that's kind of like what I'm doing now, too. So I realized I had to rebrand. So I changed it to just like mom and love forever. So over the years, I've done that, you know, product reviews, giveaways, um, you know, little journal entries here and there. Um, I've collaborated with brands and whatnot. But to be honest, the last few years, I kind of haven't been that active. And it's because I was focused on, you know, other business endeavors, which is fine. So I did Unrated Unruly the last like two and a half years, I want to say. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's time for a rebirth of Mom and Love Forever. Yeah, so I'm excited. Yeah, yeah I'm going to. So yeah. as a little branch off of Mom and Love Forever, I'm going to have like the Mom and Love Forever podcast or like the MILF podcast, if you will, the you know, because still a little milfy over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited for that. I think it'll be a lot of fun and just like a place for moms to like hang out and like get away from their kids for a little bit maybe you know just i just want to have different mothers from different walks of life on and not only mothers fathers too like just all types of like parents basically you know sharing Mm -hmm. their story absolutely and i love that you said that because um so i I don't dive too much into this but and hopefully um you know there's an upcoming trip uh for me i'm taking my son to see his father and you know, to leave him. Um, <laughs> Bye. For like two months. Uh, yeah. Um, and I'm planning to take the microphone and the equipment because I want to bring his father on the show Ooh. because something, something really fun about him. Um, you know, we've made peace throughout the years. I met him as a single father. Yeah. He was a single father of two little boys oh, wow. who are now adults. Um, you know, out of, out of all his kids, he raised two boys on his own. And so for me, I think that even a space that you're creating for mom and love forever, you know, sometimes there are dads who are the moms. That's and, true. You know, it is still an open space on that. So I think that's pretty even dope a, that you're doing Even like that. a grandparent that's a parent, you know, yes, like yes, all types of parents. yes. Yes, let's just keep it all the way raw. Sometimes we do encounter that. And, mm-hmm. you know, I met one like that. Yeah, no. And, and what's crazy is um, I do work in healthcare, And when you are in real time of having to provide care for a child, Ugh. you know, we have a tendency to say, oh, where's the mom? And I can't tell you how many times the dad is like, there is no mom. Wow. It's just me. And so I've been in healthcare 14 years. I could tell you uh, numerous times we've seen uh, numerous times we've seen those situations there's been grandparents who are the moms yeah. there's been debt like so it's like it's a great platform that you're building yeah. and you can really bring a lot of different people to that platform i know that's what i want to do because sometimes yeah sometimes you feel like you can't relate to like no one you know like no there's no one out there like me like woe is me and i'm like i just want to you know show that there's all types of people out there and like find someone that you can yeah. relate to maybe you know yeah, so. I'm I'm here for it. I'm so excited for it. I am. Plus, I'm a nosy bitch, so I was already like checking out the entire blog. Like, I'm 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 mad. I'm so nosy, and I have no shame in it. Uh-uh. I'm nosy as shit. Fuck that. Yeah, okay. nah, I'm the same way. I'd be like, <laughs> let me see what they got going on. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna dive right into the first segment, which is as raw as it gets, and. 
I titled it, It's the Pretty Face with Electric Soul for Me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So that's what you have in your Instagram bio. Right? And what was crazy about it is, so, you know, I... You know, you did already announce it that you're no longer part of the podcast that you were part of. Yeah. Um, and I have been following you since I found the podcast, mm-hmm. right? And I, I, there was just, you know, there's just some people who attract you and to certain things. And so when I see a bio like that, it's like, holy fucking shit. Like, what she's saying <laughs> is, I could offer you this and that. Mm-hmm. You know, most people's like this or that. No. This <laughs> and that. Like, this and that. I got yeah. you. Which one do you want today? I'm a servant exactly. to you. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I want to I wanna explore with you. Just how how is it that you are able to balance out your different creative titles and your title of being a mom to a teenager? She's 13. I know. I'm like, I mean, in a sense, I feel like things are getting a little easier now because when your kids are little, like there's childcare that you need to, you know, if you're working, whatever they have to worry about or just kids are like, they don't listen. Like some of my friends who are working from home right now, they're like, yo, I'll be on a client call. My kids are running around behind me screaming. Like, like I have to mute the call or whatever. So I think, the fact that she is 13, it makes it a little easier now because she's self-sufficient. Like right now I'm like, I'm recording. She's like, all right, I'm in my room, you know? So now it's like more on me. So I'm like, I just try to time manage. I'm not perfect at it. Um, but I do try and like time manage as much as possible. Um, cause otherwise the day will go by. Like if I don't do that, it'll be like one o'clock and I'm like, oh shit, I didn't do anything today, you know? So I think time management is important. Like I said, I think the fact that my kid is old enough now, it's like a little easier. That's why sometimes I get scared because like I want to have another kid. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I don't know. I'm going to go crazy, I think. (laughs) I feel the same way. I talk a lot of shit about I want to have another baby, but like I'm 35. So maybe like in three years, cause you know, people, uh, people love to talk shit like, Oh, but uh, you know, your time is. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, it's not. I'm like, I work in a hospital. I can't tell you how many bitches that are 47 years old be coming in to have their first child. Like stop it. Don't pressure me. But at the, at the shit that really gets to me, I don't know, like, if my soul is quite there to deal with shitty diapers. I remember those fucking bomb uh, shit diapers, and I'm like, am I ready for that? Like, am I? Because they're cute. Don't they are cute. Like, they're so fucking cute, and they're so plumpy, and they're so adorable. Oh, I like, want oh. one. And I, and I want one when I think about it like that. And then it's like, bro, but, like, I can't give you back. Like, you're stuck with that's me. That's true. <laughs> I know. That's the thing. T- and that's another thing I've thought about, too. Like, my boyfriend and I talked about it recently. We're like, we don't really have much help. Like, okay. Like, it's just me and yeah. him. And then, like, yeah, my daughter. But it's, like, family. Like, my family is, like, in New York, New Jersey. We we ha- He has a little bit of family here. But it's, like, you know, it's not like I have my mom or anything. Like, I don't have anything. So it's like, right. we're like, oh, my gosh. Like, we really have to think about that, too. But I do want another one. I do. Because yeah. I only yeah. I was an only child. So oh. um, I feel like because of that, I'm actually like, I need to have one more kid. Like, my daughter has a brother from her dad's side. But I'm like, yeah. I physically want to have another one. Or if not physically, I, would, I wouldn't I would mind adopting, actually. I've, I, I've thought about that, too. Yeah. I was watching um, SVU yesterday. Uh, catching up on my shows, and I'm like, yo, but Benson adopted somebody. I could adopt somebody too. Fuck that. Yeah. Like, and she, she a detective. Like, <laughs> she, I, I could do this shit. Like, exactly. Adoption, adoption could be for me. Like, no. Um, 
I feel you on the whole not having someone. So I, I've had a village since day one. Yeah. I have, you know, and, and my son has been with me, me being a single mom since he's about a year and a half. Um, so I've always had it, but if I'm, if I'm going to keep it all the way raw, my parents got hit with COVID yeah. um, and they're okay. Thank God. But it was a, it was a, it was a reality for me that, oh shit. What if someday I don't have my parents just right downstairs yeah. in this multifamily home where my kid is right upstairs? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so in thinking that, it just made me feel even more um, secure and confident in my thought process where, and people think I'm fucking crazy, but I don't think yeah. so. <laughs> I, I want to stay at home dad. Um, oh. If he has his own businesses, if he has his own ventures that he wants to, you know, be able to pursue and he can from home, that would be great. Okay. I, I can't be stay at home. I'm going to go crazy <laughs> shit. I can't do it. I can't. Um, but uh, unless it's like the right type of passionate work, yeah, I might be able to do the stay at home, right? Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I prefer to, to, to think that I can meet somebody who's okay with also staying at home if we need to because I think about what if we won't have our parents mm-hmm. to take care of our kids what if we're not going to have that extent of the family to be yeah. able to trust my kids with because the truth is i don't think i'm gonna trust a daycare center i've never had to. yeah so there's the thought of it you know child care is expensive for one but two you hear so many different stories like i don't know if i'm going to be able to trust no i know day when when i lived in brooklyn um we had my daughter in daycare but, like, between my mother, her father, and I, she barely ever went. I was like, why are we paying for this? And also, like, I don't get, like, some daycares are good, don't get me wrong. But, yo, I had the funniest story. So, like, you know, when you're, especially little girls, like, my daughter's hair is curly. It's a lot. Like, she's biracial. It's like, you know, her hair is really curly. So, I would always put her hair in a little bun. Like, we're rushing in the morning, put her hair up in a little bun, a little ponytail. So the one day her dad picks her up and he's like, yo, V, um, did you braid, you know, our daughter's hair, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, this morning? And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, because he knows I don't know how to braid. So he's like, yeah. oh, well, her hair is braided. And I was like, what the fuck? So when I got home, like literally one of the daycare teachers braided her hair. And I'm like, she should be learning ABCs and one, two, threes, not getting her hair fucking done. Like, I'm sorry it didn't look cute to you, her little ponytail or bun or whatever the fuck I had on her hair. But, like, I was like, don't touch my kid's hair. Like, no. Did you go Did you go to the daycare? Yeah, I did. And she was like, oh, like, they tried to make it seem like they were doing something nice. But I'm like, no, that's, like, not appropriate, you know? It's not. Right. Right. I, I, you know, I need people to keep their fucking hands to themselves. <sighs> I really do. Like, I don't I don't know if people understand the magnitude that it is when you decide to just even if it is a hair strand, like don't touch people's kids. Yeah. That's not your job as a daycare. And if you feel like you have to for X, Y, Z reasons, all she had to do was call for you. For real. I would have been like, no. <laughs> like, I still would have said no. Yeah. Like, I appreciate you asking me. I can't. My kid is forever. My kid is forever afraid to tell me if anything goes down in school. Really? The, the conversation always starts with, I got to tell you something, but please just like calm down. Don't do nothing. Don't email nobody. Don't call nobody. And please don't go to the school. Oh, my and gosh. How old, is, how old <laughs> like, is your son? He's He just turned 14. Oh, okay, okay. He's graduating yeah. this year. So uh, to this day, like, listen, that whole school knows who the fuck I am. Oh, like, my gosh. I, I send. I am the parent who sends lovely emails yeah because it's either you're gonna hear my mouth or you're gonna read it exactly one or the other so i'm one of those so i feel you i mean 
listen disrespectful as fuck please don't touch people's exactly. hairs don't t- don't touch kids hairs don't touch their outfits don't 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 touch Just nobody's don't. hair <laughs> kids nobody's adults hair doesn't matter like, ask for permission nobody fuck out of here <laughs> i can't i'm done see this why i don't want my kid in the dark let me not talk shit because my mother had a daycare yeah. so that's what she did. She when she got grandkids, she decided, well, I'm going to raise them. So I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to open up a daycare. OK. And so that's exactly what she did. So there's a lot of kids that today are 22, 20 years old that she raised. Um, you know, she took good care of. Yeah. Them, you know, um, but again, I just feel like one, because I know how she is as my mother. And two, I also just feel like you don't always get that lucky. No, that's you true. know what I mean? So that's where I feel a little bit like, oh, my God. <laughs> um, OK, so you are in love. I am. <laughs> I mean, I like I, first of all, I love to celebrate love. Yeah. I love to keep it around me. I love to see relationships. I love relationships near me. Um, I feel like. um you like you attract it even more yeah right? so you you attract that energy you keep it around you mm-hmm. um and we all know relationships are perfect i ain't saying everybody's perfect yeah. around me that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying like i love to keep the vibe around me what the fuck was dating like for you as a single parent because i don't think people really understand what the fuck the shit i know like. i mean honestly like once again the age thing i feel like when my daughter was younger it was like even harder because like my mom passed away when my daughter was around five years old, right? So basically from five and now she's 13. Like, that's a big chunk of time without a lot of help. I mean, her dad helps, yeah, but he lives in another state. So, um, like, sometimes it's like I wanted to go out on a date and I'd be like, I don't have a babysitter, you know? Like, I don't... And they'd be like, oh, like, they would get mad, you know? And I'm like, you need to be more understanding. Or, like, they'll be like, oh, I'll just come over. And it's like, no, I don't want to introduce you to my kid because it's funny. I hear, like... Like, for me personally, I don't introduce anyone to my kid until, like, I know it's serious, you know? So she's only met, like, maybe two guys that I've dated. And obviously, who I'm with now. But um, other people are the opposite. They're just, like, every person you're with, they're, like, here, you know? And I, I, just, I just don't like that. I don't like that. Um, but it's funny, though, because, like, one of my boys... He was like, nah, I like meeting the kid right away. And I was like, why? And he was like, because, like, what if I'm dating Shorty for, like, six months and then I meet the kid and the kid don't fucking like me? And I was like, oh. You know, I have heard that. I have heard that. Yeah. Kudos to your friend, though, because I appreciate him being that, you know, realistic about the shit. I know. What if the kid don't like you? Like, I mean, you might be a cool-ass dude to the mom. I know, but not to the (laughs) kid. And I feel like like kids be knowing, too, you know? Like... I'm like, my kid don't like you. I don't like you no more. No, I'm kidding. But I don't know. Like, so it was just something to think about. I was like, oh, but I just, I just never like introduced her like so quickly. Um, but yeah, just like not having like the freedom to date as freely as I wanted to. And Mm -hmm, then like mm -hmm. the only time I was really free would be like the summers. Um, cause she usually went down South with her family. And, um, so the summertime I'm going around crazy, but then I'm like, don't get so used to this because you know, Come fall, I'm gonna go away. I'm gonna hibernate like a bear. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's just it's just been like it's been you know interesting, but it's also been fun. Like it can be fun. Like I go through little stages where like I love that I was like on all the dating apps, like going on multiple dates, not necessarily sleeping with everyone, but just you know meeting right. people, going out to eat, going out on different you know excursions and whatnot. Um, but then sometimes it's also like when I moved to Pennsylvania, I hated it. Because um, I look younger than my age. Like, I'm 34, but I look a little younger. 
So when I started working at my last job, like all these little like youngins were trying to holla, and I'm just like, uh, I mean, I did end up hooking up with like one or two, you know. <laughs> but um, you got it, man. I mean, yeah, it was fun, but yeah. it, but I'm just like, don't expect anything long term because you're too young, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, even my man, he's like a few years younger, but like mm-hmm. not that young. Um, but yeah, when I moved out here, I was just like, oh, all these guys are young. Like it was just like completely different than New York City, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I feel like dating could be dating is whatever you make it. If you go with an open mind and like you're honest, like I would tell guys like, yo, I'm dating, I'm dating different people, like you know. And then mm-hmm. some guys would be like, oh, I gotta step it up then. And I'm like, I guess you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. And I think it is like the approach. I I I hear a lot men like to say, oh, you know. A man meets a woman and he knows if he's just going to fuck or not. Women are the same shit, Oh, yeah. I am exactly the same. Like, I know if with a guy, like, you're just going to be dick to me. Yeah. That's it. If that's all it is, that's all it's going to be. If we are just going to have fun and date, we'll have fun and date. I am not. I'm going to be very honest. Like, I'm not ever the one who's going to pursue a relationship. You will never hear that come out of my mouth. It's never going to. No, I don't. And I'm going to tell you why. Because. And this might be fucked up to admit, but I feel like it gives the other party an upper hand. Mm. Like when you're the first one to give in, if it, I feel like it gives them the upper hand. And I don't know about you, but I was told a long time ago, all is fair in love and war. Okay. And like sometimes you just got to know. Uh, so I'm never the one to pick that conversation. If if you tell me, oh, I want something more serious, I right, cool. Let's see how serious you want. Yeah. You know, like I I, I have to fill you out. That's um, true. To see if I'm gonna dive in or not. Like that's that's just how it yeah. is. Um, but that's just me, I guess. In a way, it's kind of like, to your point, it's like. I don't want to introduce every person to no. I, I don't I don't want to waste time either. So it's like and, and by time I you know, for one it's my time, but then also it's his time mm-hmm. because my kid is the type of kid, as crazy as it may sound, he's a boy, but he he wants to see his mother get married. Aww. He wants his mother to have more kids. Like he <laughs> he wants that. He's like, Ma, you need to get married. Like my dad is married. Oh, shit. Like you need to get married. And I'm like, calm the fuck down. Like I still got <laughs> years <laughs> left in me. I still got some time. Like what your daddy does has nothing to do with me. Exactly. <laughs> I can't do this, not yet. But like it's like, um, I think my son in, in all the years since he's been raised just by me. There's only one person he met, one person that was very consistent, that would come by, he would stay with us. Um, you know, he, he would, I mean, even after we broke up, to be honest, he would still come by, he would sleep on the sofa, he would come to spend time with him. Yeah. He would come to, to see him. He would say, like, I miss him. Like, can I come by see him? And, you know, that, it, it, that was absolutely one of the best things I did have with that particular ex, that he built a relationship with him. Yeah. Unfortunately, because of different things that happened, we no longer fuck with each other at all, yeah. by no means at all. And I had to actually have that conversation with my kid mm. as to why this person's no longer in our lives, because there was a bit of, um, just like once it hits a level of disrespect, even in a friendship, you know, it's like you just got to just, you know, distance. Yes. <laughs> So I did have to explain that to my kid, but that was a that was actually a reality to me with my kid. Yeah, my kid was I think it was like two summers ago. He told one of my friends while we were at the pool, we went to a local pool around here, yeah. and he said to her, "You know, my mom's been single my whole life," and she was like, 
your mom has been single your whole life. What <laughs> you talking about? Like you, you met so and so, and he's like, yeah, but I, I think my mom has never had a boyfriend. I don't think my mom has ever like really fallen in love since my father. Wow. Like my mom has never had a boyfriend. My dad, my mom has never had a relationship. And I looked at my kid. He was like 12 years old. And I was like, yo, let me, let's keep it all the way raw. Cause I talked to my kid about sex. Yeah. We, which we is important. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was like, do you think I don't have sex? And he's like, no, I think you haven't had sex since you had me. Ah. I said, child. I was like, kid, hold up. Ah. And I realized then that it's because I've never really brought someone around him except that one yeah. person. And I didn't want him to get surprised. So what I did after that relationship, I did deal with someone. Yeah on a different level and i had to start having that conversation with him of why mom is not coming home i had to start explaining why mom was staying out you know going on a certain event with this man someone that he might might or might not meet right um i had to start explaining that so he got with it he understood oh my mom my mom has she's getting He's like, oh, my mom, my mom does this shit. Okay, like That's I just so didn't funny. know. I had to like lay it out, and it was awkward. But at the same time, I think that's the part where you're right. It makes it a lot more easier mm-hmm. to have an explanation and to have a conversation about it. Um, because you know, kids be fucking nosy as shit. And they be saying inappropriate shit, like the younger ones. I know. And, and oh, like oh my god, oh you're kissing my mother, and I'm like, uh huh, no, I don't ever want him catching me kissing somebody because he's gonna talk shit. Oh to my gosh. Um, but now it's different, and I think it's made it a little easier. Mm-hmm. I think where I am today, though, it's like because of the fact that he is older, and because to your point, it's like I got more time. I'm trying to figure out how to have like that grown woman summer shit still with a little touch of hope, yeah. still with a little touch a of little sprinkle. This <laughs> is a little sprinkle. Like I'm like this is gonna be the only second summer in our entire lives that he's gonna go spend it with. Oh his wow. And and like I wanna fuck shit out. Like <laughs> I- <laughs> And at least things are opening up again. Cause if it was last yes. summer, I'm like, you ain't doing shit, boo. You're gonna be home. But like that's what I'm saying. Like it's like I I want to be able to have just a moment of fucking shit up and probably making some pretty fucked up choices this summer. I'm not even going to lie. It's nice feeling like just carefree, you know, because like, yeah, because, you know, if it's you just have a night to yourself, you're like, okay, cool. I have 24 hours, but like just like time. A whole summer, girl. You don't know. Like, well, you do know because you. Yeah, had, you better activate all like, the hinge and okay, Cupid, all of those. So I don't do dating apps, but I, I've been thinking about. But where do you meet people? Because I feel like I mean, I guess now I have one. Well, not If I was single, I would have more free time now, I guess I could like go out and meet people. But mm-hmm. before I feel like I had to use dating apps because I wasn't like I didn't have the time to meet anyone in person. Yeah. So so I did have people that I met in person Um, again before the pandemic. I was with someone. So that ended. Um, recently a old old friend has been like hitting me up. Yeah. So I ain't gonna lie. I totally was like, Oh yeah, let's go have a drink. And you know, more things yeah. happen. <laughs> Not just the drink. Um and it was it was good. It was dope. It was a good time. Um so if I'm gonna be s- dumb fuck honest, like he's he's on rotation a little bit, yeah. so it kinda maybe. Um so I have like a backup right now. I just kinda want like new new like a summer i don't like summer like a summer, summer yeah like the summer yeah summer boo like don't want to go back to past relationships i'm trying to stay away from I feel the you. toxic because it's like been there done that you already know what to expect 
and I just I don't have if I'm at a place where I don't really have to worry about a child yeah I don't really want to have to worry about it exactly like I just don't like I just I don't I don't I need you to do your own thing give me my space and come around when I need to <laughs> like that's it like that's all yeah. I need right now um so we are praying for that yes all right like there's no, not you're, appropriate you're gonna have a good have summer you're gonna have a good summer from virginia's mouth to your yes. ears god <laughs> <laughs> all right hey i hope you're enjoying the show we're on a quick break right now just to remind you to visit our www.doubledoserawtalk.store and get your podcast merch and rep with your favorite host miss d and of course my ebook is still available my journal to self-love you know it's my experience and a dose on how to build and rebuild your confidence and be confident so go support the show so i wanted to definitely chop it up on that end because again i don't think people understand like there's levels to this shit um it's not always easy also doesn't always have to be so hard um we're going into the second segment double or nothing and this is where we keep it raw on another dose okay new look and fresh starts you you touched on it a little bit with the blog and with the new podcast where you're creating a new platform right because you've created platforms already yeah but where you're creating now a new platform you know, I know what the space is for, but ultimately, where is it that you want to see this going for you? Where is it that you want to see it going for the brand that you're rebuilding in a sense now? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Sometimes there's like so many things I want to do. Um, so I'm like, I got to start off small and, you know, but I mean, I want to obviously launch the Mom and Love Forever podcast. I want to just like build like a, you know, a tribe of mothers to like. You know, just like a community, basically, because sometimes you don't have that. Like when I first became a mother, like I I was so lonely and I had joined this website called Cafe Mom. So um, something similar to that, just like a place we can all like come together. Um, I'll probably want to do a Patreon down the line, you know, have more like club like things. Um, but I want to, you know, with the podcast, I also want to do more YouTube videos. because I do have a YouTube channel for that brand um and just i don't know, just want to create content like i love creating content like i've been doing this for like a long like 13 years now pretty much you know so um i just want to expand my empire maybe like i don't know like not a network but kind of a network for like smaller podcasts so they just like come together mm-hmm. and like you know be brilliant together basically yeah i don't know there's yeah, there's so I much like i want to do i literally have like 10 different businesses in my head right now <laughs> so i'm just like all right let me start off small and like see what i can do listen the grades always say they don't sleep the grades yeah. don't sleep that mind is always going and i want to do a live show happening. i was like when i saw yours i was like i need to do one like in the future oh my god yes <laughs> uh, it was so listen it was so much fun but um it's it's a good way to just like do it like yeah. a per- and I said this before in a in one of my mini sods, um and I'll say it again. Somebody told me like the hardest thing in life is always to do something the first time. Yeah. Once you do it the first time, whatever the fuck it is, once you do it the first time, that's it. Yeah. That guarantee you're you've done it, so you can do it all over again. That's true. You can do another one. So once you do it, girl, that's it. Like you're gonna have every, every, left and right more shows. To yeah. Come. So I wanna like it's interact with people. It, I miss people. <laughs> Ah, girl, I miss people too. This is how bad I want the whole meeting. 
man at a bar. I had my live show at a bar. Yeah, I saw. So like, my ass, my ass is gonna come back over there to that bar. Like, yeah, I was just here at a live show. Yeah, <laughs> let's take you somewhere. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm not. Or maybe not. I will. I don't right. know. <laughs> um, creating this place, you said for 13 years, and your daughter is 13. Yeah. Um, you know. You said like she's self-sufficient and I totally peeped that with a teenager now, yeah. right? To be quite honest with you, I sometimes it's like, yo, you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Yo, you want to go get breakfast? Oh, no. I know. Like, it's like, it's like hit or miss some days, right? Okay, cool. Your experience in raising a, a little girl to now being a young girl. One of the things that I'm learning now and I'm exploring, and especially you creating a, a platform yeah. for Mom and Love Forever, right? Where you're building a community from others. Yes. What has been your experience with the teenager conversations phase? Like, have you started those conversations yet? What does that look like for you? I mean, I did start them only because she's in seventh grade now. So, like, last year, which was in sixth grade, she had, like, her first like little boyfriend. So, you know, kind of had to have the talk then. And then also, like, um, you know, shout out to my mom. I appreciate everything she did for me. But as a parent now, I'm also, like, kind of learning what I lacked, you know, growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily, I'm not talking like financially or monetarily, anything like that, but just more so like my mom never talked up to me about sex or anything like that, you know? So like, that's something I definitely want to do with my kid. Um, because I feel like those conversations are important, you know, like I feel like older generation, like Latinos are like so scared. Like they're like, you, you get married and you have 10 kids and your husband supports you. Jesus, yes. And it's Girl. like, no, I like, no, like, <laughs> that's not the way it goes. So, like, I mean, I know my mom was more old school. So it's just, I'm learning what I want to do differently, you know, as a mother and trying to incorporate that. But yeah, we had to have those talks like last year. Like, every now and then I talk to her about it. But like, I mean, we're always home, like the pandemic, online school, and all that. But I think like mm-hmm. once she goes back into school, school, I'll also be like, all right, well, let's have a talk again, you know? But I even tell her, like, not that I want her and I to be, like, best friends in the sense where, like, she won't respect me as a parent. But I do want to have, like, that open relationship where she feels comfortable. Because with my mom, I never felt comfortable telling her shit. Like, nothing. Even as an adult, I was just, like, like, nothing, you know? Girl, I was scared of telling my mom I was pregnant. I was out the house, (laughs) living on my own. And I was so scared to tell her I was pregnant. Yeah, it's scary. It was terrible. It was terrible. Yeah, so I just want to, you know, do things differently. That's why sometimes when people are like, oh, you guys remind me of the Gilmore Girls. And I'm like, I don't really take that as a compliment because I feel like the mom in that show was, like, extremely immature, like, for the most part. Extremely. Yeah, so I'm like, Yeah, I watched a few episodes. Oh, yeah. like that. Uh-uh. but I do love that you're saying like you you want to find that balance because I'm I'm t- a lot of my friends and I and, and even people that I just meet right that I go no you're not supposed to be friends with your child cool I heard you but I'm gonna be honest like I'm living proof that that not being friends with your child doesn't always work yeah I'm living proof that if you don't open up that door to be able to have uncomfortable conversations yeah Hence why we get really comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. On the show. Um, like you're gonna you you run a risk. I mean, listen, everything in life is a risk, but you run a risk. Like I, I this is something I've always voiced out, and this is why I'm so big. And people always, you know, I've heard the comments like, "Oh, but you have a boy, so you don't have to worry about it because God forbid, you know, there's a teenage pregnancy, it doesn't fall on the kid." First it of does. all, it absolutely does. Yeah. Um, you know, unfortunately, we do come from certain generation backgrounds that a lot of 
boys that were in those situations were not made to take responsibility or just wouldn't take responsibility yeah. and get that type of a view on things. But I do have to have those conversations with my kid. Yeah. I need him to understand why it's important to a respect his youth and b respect the young lady's youth. Mm-hmm. I, I need him to understand certain things because you're a reflection of me. Exactly. And I'm gonna fuck you up if you do shit the wrong way. Like, see, I'm you're, not doing saying you're, right. perfect. you're doing it right. You know what I mean? But I need you to understand. Like, I, your mom was once a 13 year old girl who decided to make certain choices because she listened to her friend's experiences and was curious as fuck. <laughs> that sounds <You> like know? me. <laughs> yeah, like, that's why I did things. Yeah. I was the one that told my boyfriend, listen, my parents are working so late this day. Why don't you come over and bring a condom? Yo, like, he was like, what? My mom used to work <laughs> overnight when I was in high school. Like, no. that I, That's how I'm, like, scared. I'm like, please don't be like me, like, in certain senses. Because right. I'm like. Right. But it's because of that. That is, like. Uh, it's not something that I pride myself yeah. in saying. It's something that I take pride in telling my story so that people understand why we do need to have these conversations with our kids, boys and girls. Yeah. We need to have these conversations. You know, I'm still friends with my first little boyfriend Aww. who wants to pop the cherry. Like, he and I are still friends. That's so cool. <laughs> no, we are. And it's so funny because, you know, he says that he's like, no, yo, my kids, they got, there's a big ass space under their beds. I check under their beds. There's the door. Girl, you don't know. I used to hide him in places. Oh, my like, God. He's like, no, they don't got no doors in their closets. Like, That's too <laughs> funny. Like, you know, like, we're traumatized of the shit we, we did to ourselves. It's okay to break certain traditional conversations where we think that if we go from the extreme, you know, one of the conversations I heard is, if you let him touch you, that's it, you're fucked nobody's ever gonna watch yeah. it and it's like bro like that's really what you were fucking teaching us like that was really like if a if a boy asked so much kiss me on the cheek i was trash like that's what the fuck you were telling wow. me just so I wouldn't have sex. that's crazy you know? so it's like it's it's those type of things that it puts such a stigma on sex and this is why kids want to be more curious to want to do it exactly right? and and at some point it's like you know some of y'all who are just being parents just now I need y'all to understand that one day your three-year-old will be a 13-year-old. And you need to start getting comfortable with the thought that you're going to have to have this conversation with That's day. so true. Like, it's up to us as parents because, honestly, we do mold our children a lot. Like, now as an adult, I look back on, like, things I do and or what I've done. And it's because, you know, the way I was raised, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, important mm-hmm. for us. Even, like, you know, people who are racist and teaching that to their kids. Like, no, like... there's just so many factors like in raising a little human so we need to just really pay attention to what the fuck we're doing absolutely um one last question on this piece you ever wonder what your daughter thinks of you um so i mean yeah but i feel like i feel like she she thinks i'm pretty awesome (laughs) she she shows me a lot of love like i like i'm really it's funny because like once again, like what I said before, like what I didn't have, I'm doing differently. So like my mom was never really affectionate with me. So like I'm very affectionate. Like I hug, I kiss, everything. I mean, now she's like 13. So she's like, ill, you know, so <laughs> I try to get it. Like when she gives it to me, I'm like, yes, you know, or like sometimes she'll be like, can I get a hug? And I'm like, of course. So then one day I was like, can I get a hug? And she was like, and I was like, oh, but when you ask me for a hug, I give it to you. So like, I don't know. I feel like we have a good relationship and I feel like, um, or I hope that she does admire me. She sees the hustle. I, you know, I do. Mm-hmm. She sees the trials and tribulations, you know, yeah. she's not dumb. She notices things. So I just hope mm-hmm. that, you know, she 
admires me someday basically you know like yeah. i'm trying to do yeah, my yeah. best for her and i think she knows it so yeah. Yeah. yeah i think i think um someone asked me that someone said oh you know do you ever wonder what, what i mean my son's name is marcus yeah here before do you ever wonder what marcus thinks of you and i'm like yeah you know he looks at me like if i try on an outfit that's the first word to say marcus do you approve <laughs> like, you're a young man. yeah and like i'm your mom so like like he'll tell me like ma like you know your breasts are really showing this is the right place where you should go show this stuff oh. and i'm like oh, you know, it's, a, it's a bar so like what do you think he's like oh you know i don't know just make sure you take a cab home i'm like okay that's you so know? cute like, <laughs> i i like to discuss these things with him because i like to think that someday he's going to think back and say you know my mom cared about what i had to say my mom cared yeah. about what i thought my mom made me part of her family because one of the things i used to struggle with growing up is i always felt like and i get it parents run the house yeah the rules i get it but i did feel like there were certain instances that maybe if my mom and dad would have said well what do you think daisy you know what do you what, what's your opinion on this you know at least feeling like i was part of that it would have made a huge difference for me yeah no i get you what know? you're saying so like i love today when i see like their relationship with my kid they they really have like good conversations like i always tell my kid, I'm like yo you get the good side of my parents like i didn't get that i've so always heard that though parents. that like grandparents like the love they have for their grandchildren is just like it's so yeah it's girl. different like you must have hated me because you love this fucking I kid know. like you like you never hugged me like you for never real same but the same time like because that <laughs> happened to me too like my mom was so affectionate with my daughter and like mm-hmm. at first second i was like oh but then i was also yeah. like nah like i'm happy that like this is almost yeah. like your second chance and like yeah. you're redeeming yourself or whatever but yeah, yeah it made me happy yeah. And he tells me that he'll tell me like, like he could tell me, I love you a thousand times a day. I'm a Scorpio. So I'm a little bit like, all right, I love you too. <laughs> like if he's like, I'm like, Marcus, I just need to be in the room for a second. I just need to cry it out. And like, he'll come and knock on the door. He'll be like, Ma, you need a hug. Like, are you, are you okay? Aww. Like, cause I could give you a hug and you could cry a little more if you need to. And I, and I laugh and I've told him if I'm like, yo, you ever wonder like my mom is a crazy bitch. Cause sometimes she comes home and she cries. <laughs> he's like, nah, he's like, you're a woman. Like, women do that sometimes. And it's like, I'm okay with that because I want to make sure that if he ever wonders anything about me, yeah, I need him to ask me. That's I need true. Him to say, ma, like, what it, what is it that you're doing, ma? Like, I don't ever want someone to ever come and say, you know, his mom is a podcaster, right? So if ever his mom's podcast lands in the hands of somebody he may know. You know, I don't ever want him to get surprised by something. Exactly. I don't ever want him to wonder anything. I want him to always have that conversation with me. And I think it's important to think of, well, what does my kid think of me? Yeah. Like, how do you see me? Like, you know what I'm saying? I think that just makes the bond even stronger. No, it does. Definitely. Yeah. I feel you. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he's still my kid. Like, he's still got to respect me. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's a fact. Definitely. All right. So we're going into the overdose segment. And this is where we either go on a raw rant on something that don't piss us off <laughs> or we go on a good vibe on something that God is feeling great yeah. so before I say mine do you have anything you want to get off your chest or share the vibe <laughs> <laughs> I have like a tiny little rant um so yeah. I don't well these um so I recently you know left the podcast that I was a part of like the last few mm-hmm. years um and so I had posted an Instagram story because I just wanted people to know like I got tired of people being like what the hell is going on So it was very vague, you know, I thank people for listening and supporting. And that was it. Like, I didn't say anything else because nobody's business. The amount of messages that I got and like I knew that was going to happen. So I was kind of bracing myself for it. But it's like some people 
A, I didn't mind because, like, we're really cool. So I was like, all right, like, I don't mind you messaging me. And even then, I was very vague, like, you know, did what was best for me. Boom. Mm-hmm. But there's some people who are messaging me. And I'm like, when's the last time, like, you even hit me up? You know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure I posted this after Mother's Day. No, no, that I posted before Mother's Day. I don't remember. I Honestly, I can't remember. But I know when you did, I was like... Girl, I'm here with you. Yeah. No, yeah. I forgot when I posted it, but the point of the story is, like, some people never hit me up for my birthday. Nothing. You know, my birthday was a month ago. So I'm like, you can't shoot me a quick happy birthday message, but you can quickly message me to see why the fuck I quit my podcast. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. or even, like, um, people who I don't follow back necessarily, maybe, like, listeners. Some people don't even follow me, and they were like, what happened girl and i'm like you don't even follow me (laughs) like what do you mean what happened like i'm not gonna tell you what happened because you don't even follow me you don't even you can't even give me that courtesy to follow me like unless you unfollow me i don't know but i was just like no like i answered back people who i genuinely vibe with obviously if people have my phone number then i text them whatever but even Mm -hmm. then like i've kept this so vague because at the end of the day it's like my business you know but it's just people mm-hmm. be mad nosy sometimes. And I'm like, yeah. why? <laughs> yeah. Listen, as a certified nosy person, because I, I take pride in the shit. <laughs> I do. I have no I have no shame. Some of y'all got some fucking nerve the way y'all fucking try and practice the, the art of nosiness. Like the fuck is wrong but with you? But be y'all? nosy like, on the low. You know what I mean? Be nosy on the low. Like if you want to be nosy, be nosy. Yeah, on the low. I'm nosy. Or just calm like just calm the fuck down. Like somebody gonna talk shit if they want to if not then they're not like it doesn't make a difference like I, that's like i feel you on that because i'm like yo y'all give some of us nosy people a bad fucking name like y'all make <laughs> us look bad as shit the fuck like mad disrespectful mad audacity in y'all questioning like what happened girl like what you mean girl like you don't even follow me do you dub- do you like my pictures at like all? no said, you never no. even liked anything like <laughs> no i can't i'm uh, done i knew it was gonna I happen mean, but i was just like damn yeah. like you really haven't even messaged me and like you're over yeah. here in my messages yeah yeah i feel you yeah. i do all right i mean well yeah she she needed to get that off the chest and i appreciate you doing so here <laughs> her, i hope y'all heard that loud and clear yes all right so i definitely have a tiny little bit of a, of a raw rant um it's not gonna be that long because <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna put all that energy into it yeah but i do want to get this off my chest um i did you know last week talk to another fellow podcaster who you do know mm-hmm. um imani blair i love her. and um yeah shout out to Imani and um i did kind of you know highlight a little bit about friendships and business due to you know podcasting industry drama that we've all seen um and then there's a little something else that that came up and and that i've been just thinking about it right and so i just want to get this off my chest because i feel like a lot of the time and and we talked about just like respectfulness with your friends when you're choosing to go into business with your friends right yeah but then there's this other part i think sometimes people forget how to approach things and and i think it's a huge component um you know whether it is business that you're having with your friends or whether you just need to have a conversation with a friend I feel like people forget that respect goes both ways and so for me it's like I've recently had to explore from a business side of things with a with with a leader um you know being given directives and being told what to do and it's cool I, I I'm part of a team yeah right you're, you're gonna tell me what to do 
But I don't think that even in being part of a team, anyone should ever be afraid to speak up. Yeah. And I don't think anyone should ever be afraid to stand up for themselves. And I I recently discovered how powerful it is when you do speak up. And as much as I'm a very bold woman, outspoken and vibrant Latina, how yeah. I present myself <laughs> on the show, right? You know, sometimes when we think about, well, these motherfuckers have my paycheck or these motherfuckers are the ones who give me my, my clock in and clock out, I can't really say certain things. But no, you know, the how you say and what you say, even people, the little people, you know, me, yeah. right, in this case, should still feel empowered to find a way to speak up for yourself and should still feel empowered to find a way to stay in your ground mm-hmm. on something that you do believe in and, and find that way of the what you say and how you say it. That's Because true. I could constantly sit here and say, oh, but they came out disrespectful. Oh, but they said this to me. Oh, but they said that to me. And it's not what you say, it's how you say it. But hold up a second. I can't control them. That's true. I can control me. So... How am I going to approach this? How am I going to deliver my message, even if it is from a very business standpoint? Yeah. Like where maybe there is no friendship. Maybe it is just Just business. business, yeah. You know, and I, and I wanted to put that out there because I do believe that people should feel empowered that at any given moment, you do need to stand up for yourself and you do need to you speak do. up if you feel that something is wrong. Um, I don't want anyone to ever feel, including myself, like, nah, I can't say that. No, fuck that. Sometimes you do just need to say it. Yeah. It's just how you say it. That's true. Um, but I also feel like it's perception sometimes because yeah. like, sometimes you even need to be checked because when I had an argument recently, like, I don't know, they made it seem like I wasn't caring or whatever. I don't know, it was mm. my tone of voice. So I was like, I kind of have to check myself. Like, maybe right. like work on how I deliver my message. But I, I thought mm. I was keeping it like, cool come and collect it you know like mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. but yeah but see even then and i'll close this out on this end even then not everybody needs to show a a, a sense a, a an ounce or two of fucking empathy to be able to deliver a heartfelt message you know what i that's mean that's true like, i don't you know and and i want to be fair on that because i'm one that you know mass these days my eyes are yeah. very telling and you're not going to see much emotion in my fucking eyes. So, like, I'm still going to say something professional, but yeah. I don't need you perceiving it like, oh, she's a bitch. Like, no, I'm not a bitch. No. I'm just saying what I got to exactly. say. Exactly. Like, I fucking hate that so much. So you speak up for yourself, <laughs> you're a bitch. At my last job, I was so fucking outspoken. I would speak up for you, 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 whoever. Like, I was just, like, the voice of the people. And, like, did I get fired? Yes, but it was worth it. <laughs> the, vo- <laughs> the voice of the people. Yeah. That's how I start, that's how I start my liners. Now. Like, I know I'm the one who's always speaking of so why don't i just start this off um this that <laughs> and the third like like this is what i do now um she said i got fired but it was worth it, it. Was. <laughs> hello hello <laughs> this is the type of shit i love on this platform yes. exactly my point um but no definitely just uh feel empowered any given situation at any given time don't let nobody make you feel like you gotta get silenced or just keep your mouth fucking shut even if it is just business mm-hmm. like always just staying your ground there's a way to do it and everybody got rights. There's fucking labor department. Like, fuck that. Exactly. Like, shit, fuck <laughs> out of here. Now, all right. So that's the end of this episode. That was fun. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. So do you want to let my listeners know where they can follow you and find you and what's next? Definitely. Well, you can follow me at Lovely Virginia on Instagram and Twitter. And then you can follow my other brand at Mom and Love Forever on Instagram. And I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm going to tag it in the show notes while Apple Podcast still allows me to put fucking hyperlinks in the show oh, notes. Oh, I know. I heard 
they're changing shit up, you know, as podcasters be finding these shit out. So I'll be making it easy for my listeners. Just go into the show notes, click the links, and go follow fast before Apple fuck shit up. Definitely. Uh, yeah. So, as always, guys, thank you so much, Virginia, for joining me. This is so dope. And y'all already know, I always tell you guys, this is ne- when I have a new guest, it's never going to be the last time they come on the show. No. Oh. <laughs> I'll be back. There's <laughs> always going to be a vibe. But as always, guys, this has been another week and another episode on Double Dose of Raw Talk Podcast. I am your host, Misty, and you guys will tune in next week. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And we are live on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe, rate, and review. Talk to you later. Bye.